0: Try.
1: Sound and picture evening, yeah. Just like a silent man. movie for the first couple seconds. Yeah, not only will we look pretty, we'll be able to hear. <laughs> speak now. Amen. <laughs> hey, uh, it's so good to see each and every one of you. Uh, as many of you know, we took a took a little break uh, last week, but we're back with you and excited about that. Uh, got a got a topic here this evening for you, and man, we. Uh, we just thank the Lord for all that he's blessed us with. Uh, in fact, we're, Lord willing, uh, going to hopefully go to the national meeting next year for for the ABA. That would be incredible. And uh, we just we just thank the Lord for everything he's allowed us to do. And we appreciate your prayers. We appreciate the questions, too. So i uh, be looking for that post tonight on our Facebook page. And that's uh, at Liberty Baptist Church Stephen City. Uh, if you search that in your Facebook search bar, you'll find the the church page, and this is where we're live right now. And so, uh, there will be a comment a little bit later, or a post later, a little bit later for questions for next week. Okay. And so, uh, or topics. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, you know, what what just put it in there. And so, also you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, a whole lot of different areas, and on YouTube. And so the only thing that we ask is if you're watching us on Facebook, if you'll hit the love button and then share it, uh, just to kind of give you an idea. And I said this a couple weeks ago, but one share, you might see like 67 views. Yeah. But the last time seven people shared one of our videos, we had over 273 views. So 273 people got to see and, and hear about the Lord. And so we just uh, encourage you that if you are a YouTube fan, uh, just hit the subscribe button and the thumbs up and hit that little bell for notifications. Let us you know whenever our brand new episode airs, which will be prayerfully a little bit later tonight. And so if you are a podcaster, again, we just ask for that thumbs up and share our link. So tonight we're going to get started with a song, brother. Hopefully, this is in the right key. (laughs) About to find out. Mm. It is not. That's better. (laughs) All right.
2: No. Let them go. See our fathers and our mothers and our children singing down. Brethren, pray and holy of will be showered all around. Sisters, will you join and help us, Moses, sister? Trembling mourners who are struggling hard with sin. Tell them all about the Savior. Tell them that he will be found. Sisters, pray and holy Too. Let us love and pray for sinners Till our God makes all things new Then he'll call us home to heaven At his table we'll sit down Christ will gird himself and serve us With sweet man the
1: Yeah. Church membership.
0: Well, that's kind of an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, well. Well, what does it require to become a member of a New Testament church? You know, some, some people just don't know.
1: Well, it, it's a good question. It's a valid question. As we say, there are no real there are no dumb questions.
0: No, no. You, they always told me that the dumbest question one ain't asked. That's right. You know?
1: Well, you you have not, why? Yeah, because you asked not. Yeah, not. <laughs> yeah.
0: And not only that, maybe maybe even more important is Uh, what's required of me when I do join a New Testament church. There you go. You know, brother, there's almost as many uh, different requirements to become a member of a church as there are denominations. Some require classes uh, to indoctrinate the uh, candidate that consume hours and hours of teaching, while others require nothing but showing up and giving up their finances. Mm. Some denominations believe that you become a member of a great universal church uh, as soon as you accept Christ.
1: Well, if you're curious whether the church is local or universal, uh, well, to just answer that question is local, but if you want more information on that, you can actually check out episode three. Yeah. The church, universal or local.
0: We get into it in pretty good detail.
1: Uh, that's right. Yeah.
0: You know, others require uh, uh, sacraments
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, times of reflection before even being considered for membership. Uh, this can take. Uh, Brother, take a year or more uh, in some places of worship.
1: Oh, most certainly. In fact, uh, some folks require uh, catechisms that, that, man, brother, we looked at one of those, and it's like there were four sections, and under each section there were three chapters, and under each chapter there were 27 bullet points. Man, it
0: just went on and on and on. It's
1: like four years of college. <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> you need, need you get to get to church. You don't need to give you a certificate of membership, they need to give you the degree. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm only uh, myself. I mean, I, I, I guess you too. I've only acquainted with uh, with two places I've ever been mm-hmm. a member at, and and both of them were Baptist churches, um, and neither required any of that stuff for membership. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, uh, the first one I belonged to, uh, it required that I be saved and be baptized by immersion, and and then I became a member. But you know, our, the present church, you know, Liberty, where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're far more strict with uh, major differences, you know. And well, got major differences in baptism and Lord's supper, uh, church organization, um, and then you know after uh, considered all that, the church body uh, voted to accept me. Uh, Liberty Baptist Church, uh, in all churches of the ABA or associated with the the Anabaptists, and associated with American Baptist Association, but. Uh, but each church individually is still individually governed. Uh, we don't have anybody over us telling us what we can do, what we can't do. We have some uh, differences of opinions, even with um, them concerning things like mission policy and a few other things, which reflects our independence as a church. Uh, the A.N.A. is a uh, loosely knit together, knit together uh, kind of knit together church or, or organization on, on some things, but. Are pretty staunch supporters of each other in the area of ordinances and doctrine mm-hmm. and uh, since I've only been uh, associated with uh, with the two Baptist churches uh, my knowledge of other membership requirements is pretty much limited uh, but I you know like I tell, always tell everybody you know you can't you can't tell what you don't know you can't teach what you don't know you know and so what I know is what it requires to be a member of our church and you can go from there you know uh, so let me explain a little bit about how to become a member of well, Liberty Baptist Church and uh, and realize that uh, it's going to be different for other churches uh, and as well for what the, the church uh, expects of you when you become a member.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, brother, uh, why don't we get right down to it? Because, you know, there's, you, you can just join up to any church, but tonight we're talking about you need to join to a scriptural New Testament church. Yep, that's right. And mm-hmm. uh, what, what does that look like?
0: You know, a scriptural a New Testament church, uh, Probably could be defined. I guess could be defined as a as a called-out assembly of uh, spiritually saved and baptized believers who come together to worship and serve the Lord. Uh, The their focus uh, is to be on the Great Commission, uh, which is you know proclaiming the gospel to the whole world, as well as uh, to baptize and to disciple believers uh, to prepare for them to prepare them to carry out that Great Commission uh, and to preach uh, you know to preach to every creature. All prospective members in our church uh, first meet with the pastor, who explains the church's doctrine and procedures uh, to them. But basically, the uh, uh, you know general rules uh, for most well most Baptist churches uh, is, and uh, specifically A and A Baptist churches, uh, the first qualification would be that the candidate be born again.
1: And you know, brother, sadly, uh, a lot of churches all over America are filled with unsafe church members.
0: That's right. Uh,
1: for instance, some don't even know uh, what it means to be born again. And that just, that just bothers me. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to be a church and they don't even know the concept born again. Uh, we just had a brother recently that shared with us that there was a mainstream big time church and they had to go get some backwards preacher to come in and teach them what the gospel was, and man, what a shame! Uh, if you're going to call yourself a church, you better you <laughs> better at least know what the gospel is. Well, amen. You better know about Jesus Christ, and so that kind of makes them like Nicodemus. You know, in John three, he he said, "How how can I be born when I'm old?" And Jesus had to explain it. And <clears throat> excuse me, some people think that simply joining a church makes them right with God, and they couldn't be more wrong. In fact, when Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again, he was talking about everybody, brother. Uh, and there are no exceptions. No, no. And, you know, 1 John, he writes and says, These things have I written unto you, that believe on the name of, that, of the, that you may know, that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. You know, he, he says you need to be saved and know that you're saved.
0: You know, the uh, the Bible refers to the church mm-hmm. as the bride of Christ. That's
1: right.
0: In fact, there is even a marriage supper of the Lamb. Uh, if the church is the bride of Christ and Christ is the bridegroom, then it's only reasonable to assume that the bride knows <laughs> who the bridegroom is. <clears throat> and you can't know Christ until you accept Him as your personal Savior. <clears throat> Once you've been uh, saved or born again, then you must be scripturally baptized. And brother, there's, there's a difference between being baptized and being scripturally baptized.
1: Well, certainly. In fact, baptism <clears throat> uh, is a picture of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. In fact, it identifies you as who you are and who you are with. And it's a picture of the new birth. You know, thank God I'm not what I was.
0: Well, Amen. You know, the next logical question then's got to be, mm-hmm. uh, if you got to be scripturally baptized, then okay, what what constitutes scriptural baptism? <clears throat> We're pretty uh, pretty strict on that here. Uh, basically, there are three requirements that a church requires for baptism to be valid and accepted. Uh, it's assumed uh, right off the bat that uh, that the candidate for baptism is uh, is born again, as they say. That's just a multi micro less There's not much need to not much need to be. Uh, well, you, uh, yeah, you getting ready to spr- sprinkle me? Aren't you? <laughs> not much need to uh, to be uh, baptized? baptized uh, you know, if you're not saved, if you're not born again, it's all you're getting, you know, you just get the bath. If it's all you're doing is just getting a bath, if you get baptized without being saved, you're just getting getting wet. And not that some folks don't need that, but uh, <laughs> but that doesn't have that's a little toward uh, scriptural baptism. Uh, so you know, the first thing. Uh, to be scriptural baptism, is that's by submersion. And that really flies in the, in the face of some uh, of some denominations.
1: What I was about to do to you.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, we, we won't accept uh, pouring or sprinkling here as, as valid forms of baptism. Uh, and if that uh, is the only uh, mode that a candidate has, then we would require them to be scripturally baptized by immersion. And we base this on the fact uh, that the word used in the scripture for baptism is baptizo mm-hmm. and uh and, and that means to immerse or or fully uh make fully wet yeah, and but to, you know take the word for pour is actuna, which means to gush or spill and the word for uh, sprinkle is rantizo which means to asperse
1: uh, you know brother that's kind of like <clears throat> uh it's a picture of the the burial and if you're to bury somebody um, you can't just go over and grab a handful of dirt and throw it on there and call it good, call it buried. Uh, that's not burial. Uh burial. It, it's not a burial until the ground is fully covered.
0: That's right. That's
1: right. <clears throat> and you know, um, brother, if it was as easy as sprinkling water to baptize somebody, you know, we could hook us up a 100-foot hose, go out here to 277 and tell everybody to roll their window down as they come by and get baptized.
0: Yeah, there you go. Just
1: spray them down. <coughs> there you go. Baptize. God bless. Yeah.
0: Well, that that would that would fit that would fit some of the uh, some of the the, the uh, denominations which have this uh, God this this uh, church of convenience, you know. Drive in baptism. Drive in baptism. <laughs> baptism yeah. Just have, that'd be something new, you know. have drive in baptism. we just baptize you and your cart. Same time. Now you know they might be able to drive that thing into a pond or a river or something and and sink and man and maybe that uh, maybe that would be uh, maybe that would be scriptural if the motive was right you know I've heard of people being buried on the motorcycle burying the motorcycle and all mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so well, why wouldn't that work <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know uh, you know the only Greek word used in reference to baptism in the New Testament is baptizo oh, yeah. and uh, the other words are never used in reference to baptism and, uh, of a candle for baptism and it can't be you know it can't be valid baptism unless it is by immersion that's right you know there's absolutely no grounds uh, in the scriptures, for the use of sprinkling or pouring for uh, the baptism of a of a New Testament saint. If that's the only mode of baptism used for baptism of a candidate, then uh, their baptism is invalid as far as we're concerned, and we won't accept it.
2: Right.
0: You know, the next requirement is that uh, for the you know for the ordinance of, of baptism is that it be administered by someone who has authority to do it. I worked with a guy; uh, he's dead now. Uh, but he he led someone to the Lord, then took the guy right straight out to a swimming pool, uh, and 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 baptized him. Well, that's not scriptural. You know, he had no authority had no, there. He had no authority yeah. to do that. You know, <clears throat> uh, you just can't go and, and baptize someone without the authority to do so, or anyone uh, could do it uh, without uh, uh, reference to uh, any biblical principles of God, and it's hard to tell. Uh, what kind of deal you'd have in, in the end, you mm-hmm. know, uh, folks? The only institution, the only institution with the authority to baptize is a New Testament church. Now right. they, now they can give that to someone, but it's still they coming yeah. from them, you know, mm-hmm. still coming from their authority. That old boy, that baptism, baptized in the swimming pool. If if they would give him the authority to do that, he could have done that That's because right. the authority lies with the with the New Testament church. Uh, so, uh, you know, baptism and the Lord's Supper are, are both church ordinances. And uh, and they must be administrated uh, by a scriptural New Testament church, or neither one of them is valid. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: and this begs the question next of, well, what is a scriptural New Testament church? You know, uh, you know, scriptural New Testament church is, is a body of scripturally born again and baptized believers, as we said earlier, but it's, but it's, it's more than that. Uh, the New Testament church, uh, it can be traced back Uh, To the to the beginning, uh, to its beginning, uh, that started back with the first church that was in Jerusalem.
1: You know, brother, you can even go further back than that, right to the shores of Galilee when Jesus was calling out the twelve.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, you know, while this this may be may not be possible, you know, we know we came from this church and that church came from another church, but somewhere down the road you lose track. You know, how how in the world can you? how in the world you, can you trace the church back if you don't know all the history well what, you know it, it might not be possible to do that by tracing the church but you can. it is possible to do that by tracing their doctrine you know what they believe and if they believed everything and been passed on down you know from then you'd find out what the first church in Jerusalem uh, taught and uh, and I think our doctrine today in this church lines up pretty good with what they was teaching back then uh, you know well, for instance brother you know uh, Baptists are often called Protestants mm. I'm telling you now we're not Protestants no we're not you know now uh, Pro- Protestants can only uh, can only trace their history uh, back to the Reformation
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: when they uh, broke from the Catholic Church with uh, you know with Martin Luther uh, Baptists however uh, can trace their history back to the first church in Jerusalem and like you said maybe even back to uh, I expect you can those you we know that the uh, when the disciples were called, they were called. They were called out of assembly. They were they were called right. as members of the first church. Uh, you know, we call this church perpetuity. Now, if you can only trace your church back to the Catholic Church uh, and a polluted doctrine, uh, we won't recognize. Uh, first of all, we won't recognize the church as scriptural. No. And the next thing is, we won't rapti- re- rep- won't uh, recognize their baptism as scriptural, and we'll baptize them. You know. Uh, you know, a lot of people like to say again. You know, Anabaptist uh, means uh, to do again. Uh, but if it ain't valid the first time, it hasn't been done. So you know, you just
1: got wet. Yeah, we just, even if they immersed you, you just got yeah, wet. Oh,
0: that was a practice run. You know, they got a bath. Uh, you know, we we also believe uh, here that uh, that the only scriptural that only scriptural uh, New Testament churches uh, can start other New Testament churches. I mean. Uh, you of know, course they're the only ones that have authority to do that the, the authority to start other churches would wasn't given to individuals in the church in fact if it was given to individuals with the church the, the authority would have ended when that individual would have died it was given to the institution of the church and uh, any any church started in this matter we, I, I know uh, uh, brother you haven't been around here as, long, here as long as I have but I know folks here uh, some folks here that that have started Baptist churches I mean just they said, Well, I'm gonna start a church and they said, go ahead and start one. You know. I almost did that mm-hmm. until somebody straightened me out on it. And uh, uh and, and and they didn't have no authority to do that from uh, from another scriptural New Testament church.
1: Although the first Baptist church of Doug sounds and guys, <laughs> yeah. <personized> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, unfortunately a lot of them Baptist churches that were started like that is really the first Baptist church of the guy who started it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and not really the first, ba- first Baptist church of Jesus Christ. You know. And
1: of course, yeah.
0: You know, any, any church started this manner is unscriptural. And uh, it, we won't recognize it uh, as, a, as a scriptural New Testament church. And uh, if we don't recognize the church as, as scriptural, then we can't recognize their baptism, whether it's by immersion or not, yeah. as being scriptural. You know? and, and then, you know, after, after they got scripturally baptized, you got saved, a man gets saved scripturally baptized by a scriptural New Testament church, you know, uh, they can then present themselves to the to the church for for membership, and then uh, they'll be voted on and accepted by the membership of the church. You know, uh, once a person becomes a member, uh, you know, it becomes a whole new ball game. The uh, the church now has a responsibility to teach and disciple that that new member and, and help you know helping him, helping him through his problems, helping through helping to mature in Christ.
1: You know. On the same note, though, the member has a responsibility to the church as well, Absolutely. Uh, to attend faithfully. <clears throat> and you know, Hebrews ten twenty five says, "Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching." Yeah. And, you know, an interesting way to look at it is when you come to church, you're obeying a command from the Lord. You know, He tells us to keep His commandments. Well, there's one of them: don't forsake coming together. You know, you need to come, and it says the more. And the the sad part is, brother, is that church attendance has become unimportant to people. Optional. Yeah, it's convenience. Yeah. And and that's not what he says here. Uh, in fact, many churches in this area, even before COVID and all that started, had cut out their services and we're just meeting once a week. Yeah. Because it's right. convenient. You know, oh, nobody really had time to show up on Sunday night and Wednesday night, so we're going to go to one service.
0: You know, brother, I bet some of them never start back like the way they were. No.
1: And you know why? Because they're doing the opposite of what Hebrews 10.25 says. Yeah. It says, and the more, as you see they approach. And if anything else, during this epidemic and all that, we should have been adding services. Well, yeah, amen. Amen. You know, if before you even think of taking away, just thinking, maybe you should add one.
0: Yeah. you know, when they become a member of a, uh, when a man, man or woman, when when a person becomes a member of the a, of the a, of a Scriptural New Testament Church, they, they now become part of a, a local fellowship mm-hmm. uh, where they can rely on the rest of the members uh, for spiritual guidance uh, and
1: and directions. You know, and you know, it's it's hard, brother, for you to be a part of all that. And a part of that fellowship, if you don't never come, you know you got to be there to partake.
0: Yeah, you know, Bro says we're 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 the bride of Christ. The church is bride of Christ. Uh, well, you know how how long uh, would your marriage last uh, if you never went home to your wife? <laughs> Not very. or maybe go home <laughs> once a month, or once six months, or maybe just Christmas and Easter. You know. Oof you know uh it wouldn't last very long you can't have a relationship with Jesus Christ if you don't come to to worship him uh, in a new testament church you can't do it the, well, not a close no not huh? a close relationship anyway you know I guess you can have a relationship but but it wouldn't be a close relationship i mean the the benefits of, 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 of attending a new testament church is just so over- overwhelming you mm-hmm. know that I, I don't know why why anybody would not want to you know uh, you know a person that joins new testament they can be assured that Uh, that they can rely on the church for support uh, and prayer Mm -hmm. brother they'll they'll be family and and they'll be treated like family
1: Um, and you know James tells us in 5.16 that we are to pray for one another and whenever you think about it through all the New Testament um, Paul on many occasions as well requested prayer for himself he requested prayer uh, for the church whichever one he was speaking to he even told the folks at Thessalonica, pray without ceasing. Yeah. You know, and he told the church at Ephesus to pray in prayer and all supplication for all saints. I mean, brother, one of the the most amazing things about coming to church is that time of prayer. Like, we're going to do a little bit later here tonight.
0: Yeah. yeah amen. You know, we need to pray for one another. That's uh, right. Uh, that's, that's part uh, of being edified in the church is having someone to pray with you and praying for you. Uh, you know, a, a new member's spiritual edification, uh, when they become a member of of, of a New Testament church, uh, will be everybody's priority. Then everybody in the church's priority would be to bring this guy along and teach him and and disciple him along. You know, uh, and and there are, are numerous members who can uh, counsel and stand with uh, with you in in your time of need. Uh, as a member of of a local assembly. Uh, you know, well, I say at least this local assembly. Anyway, I, I know some folks are not like this, but here uh, you're expected to participate and to contribute your ideas and opinions uh, in our business meeting. There's a lot of church uh, call that uh, that the pastor runs to show, and he could care less what your opinion is. Everything is, you know, is his way or the highway, <laughs> and that's not the way a scriptural New Testament church is supposed to be. Uh, we have numerous instances in in the, in the New Testament that were uh, the elders gathered together and, and made and made some of those decisions, you know, uh, like sending Paul and Silas out or Paul and Barnabas out and where they were going and what they would do,
2: you know.
1: Yeah, so, it was relied upon the church. You know, an interesting thing about uh, the church, whenever you, you hear about it, over in the book of Acts, chapter 4, and if you go over to verse 32, it says, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. Common, And so, whatever you think, that means that their entirety, their heart and soul, their body, all of that was one with all the other believers. There was such unity there. And they cooperated with one another. And, you know, they came together and got things done.
0: Yeah, amen. And,
1: you know, one thing we should be said of us as church members is that we cooperate with one another to Carry out the Great Commission. Never should it be said of us that we're one who causes division among the Lord's church.
0: Yeah, you do. You know, or, or fight amongst yourselves. I mean, because right. you don't get your way. Uh, that's not. That's not how we're supposed to operate. Mm-hmm. You know, or how any church is supposed to operate. Although I've seen, <laughs> I've seen firsthand that you know, uh, but you know, brother, a church member is more than just a name on a roll. Uh, the church is a church is a living, a working. Body that that strives to do the the will of the Lord uh, on this earth, and, and a new member should be actually using their talents in the ministry, mm-hmm. whatever those talents are. Uh, if you can teach or preach, uh, you should make yourself available to do so. Uh, if you can play the piano, sing, or work the nursery, you you should use that talent in the church. Uh, if you if your talent is uh building or or um, We've got guys here that's roofers and things like that. Uh, when something like that needs to be done around here, then uh, then you ought to be able to uh, take that responsibility on and, and get it done uh, for the church. Uh, whatever talent you have, it'll all be used in the church. Hmm.
1: Well, certainly. Well, certainly.
0: You know, even even if we don't think we have hmm. a talent.
1: God will equip you. Exactly. If he, he wants you to do it, just say yes. And he'll make sure you have. He'll, he'll give you, you whatever
0: you need. That's that. That's that pouring out of the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen.
0: I mean, I mean, you go. And it's not so today, but you go back uh, uh, in the Church of Corinth. You go in Corinthians and you read about the gifts that was given uh, to for the edification of the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's for the edification of the church, not for each other, uh, for the church. And uh, and you'll see all them people were given uh, given gifts or graces that uh, that they used for the edification of the church that they didn't have you know and uh we got the word of god today and we don't need many of those things uh but back then they didn't need them uh, god gave you whatever you need you know That's right uh, everyone who has a responsibility uh in the church uh god will give you uh all the tools you'll need to serve him uh to meet that responsibility and he, even if he uh even if he even if you think that you um are called by God to do something that you really haven't done before. He'll equip you to do that.
1: That's right. You know, that's, that's got to be willing. That's what that empowering is. You that's know? right.
0: Uh, and you know, all the members uh, should share in the uh, maintaining of the building and grounds and uh, in the work of the church. Somebody's got to do
1: it. Yeah, and you know, God set up a, a support plan, a plan to support His work, and that's through tithes and offerings. And so he tells us in 2 Corinthians 9-7 that God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah.
0: You know, brother, uh, uh, everyone should give to the ministry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, regularly. And, and you know, as the Lord has laid on their hearts, all members uh, new and old should be uh, focused on, on doing the will of God as a unified body. That's right. <laughs> Ideas and, and opinions and knowledge uh, should all be expressed uh, openly and, uh, and focused on Uh, to carry out the great commission given to the church by God Uh, all members should attend church regularly and and strive to take the Lord's Supper and participate in worship and and pray for one another
1: Mm. so bottom line brother what you're saying is a member needs to be committed absolutely, and committed to what? committed to the cause of Christ which is reaching a lost and dying world and the well being of the church just as you said maintaining and taking care of it supporting it the furtherance of the gospel, you know, being a witness and testimony, making a stand for the Lord, and oh man, church, let me tell you, if you're part of a local New Testament church, take this from tonight. As Christians ever more, it seems than any other time, we need to stand on the Lord and His Word. Amen. And He has assured us that if we do that, if we give our all to Christ, that He would not suffer us to be moved. That's right. We need to be committed.
0: You know, as as members of the same body, Mm -hmm. that's what the body, the the church, the the Lord says. The the church is a body, and as members of the same body, church members have a power in their unity uh, to come before God and ask uh, for their needs um, regularly and as often as they want. They got that. They got that right. You know, Uh, but and I don't know why, uh, brother. But it seems to me uh, that uh, there's there's more that that uh your prayers are more efficiently um carried out or or, uh, or answered when we when we come together as a as a group uh and and, and and pray and ask God for something as a group. You know, but but you know, after forty years uh, in the church, uh, you know, it it's it looks like to me that's exactly what happens. Now maybe I don't understand it, but it looks like to me it works. You Amen. Know? uh, you know, God is uh is worthy of our worship. And praise and, and thanksgiving. And, and as a group, uh, we should offer him praise for all he has done and will do in our services. The Bible says in, in Psalms one hundred verse four, it says that we are to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And that's a sure far uh, way of getting uh, getting God's ear. Uh, as as our members mature together uh, and learn of the, of the spiritual things of God, uh, we should be uh, anxious to share what we have learned and, and experienced with others
1: and the next question brother would be so why should we belong to a New Testament church
0: well f- from God's perspective uh, he says to God be the glory in the church that would be in Ephesians three seventeen. that's not the exact word but that's, that's pretty good <laughs> God receives glory uh, through his church as we
1: voluntarily serve him and carry out his will and in fact, brother, God empowered the church with the Holy Spirit just to do that. Amen. To that end. Amen. You know, a
0: church was given the great commission to go into all the world uh, and preach the gospel. Uh, his Holy Spirit empowered the church on the day of Pentecost so that they would be equipped to carry out uh, that commission. As a, as a church goes about this commission, uh, God receives glory Every time a person gets saved, every time one recommits to the ministry through Christ...
1: Let me take that a step further. When a church supports mission work, and somebody is saved as a result of that, that's a blessing on the church.
0: Oh, amen. Amen. You know, every song sang. Every song sang. (laughs) Every song sang from down in your spirit. And you know, you got a lot of of actors and singers uh, out there that sing gospel songs and but but uh, but they're not. God don't get no glory out of that. That's just somebody singing the words. God gets glory when you sing from sing from down in your spirit, you know. And uh, every song you sing uh, down in your spirit for the Lord, uh, God gets glory from because uh, it's voluntary. He knows uh, he knows the seriousness of, of of what you're singing and and how you know how it affects how it affects you.
1: Hey, no, brother. I had the opportunity to sing with a group. We weren't professional or anything for a lot of years uh, as their tenor singer. And for seven of those years, almost seven of those years, I didn't know Jesus Christ as my Savior. I was just one up there singing along with the words. Yeah. i tell you what, that night after our concert and the speaker got up, I got saved that night. And we had another session in the morning. But it was a whole new thing. And now I'm singing from... Down in my spirit, yeah, Amen. I knew what I was singing about. Uh, yeah, there's a big difference. There's actually a big difference, you know. Amen. You know, every time, every time
0: we come before God in prayer, or every time we sit in services and 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 the, and the preacher's up there uh, preaching his heart out uh, uh, about the Lord, and and we we give him an Amen. You know, give the Lord an Amen, and uh, or or. Or we, uh,
1: or hallelujah,
0: uh, or, praise hallelujah or praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, every every shout uh, of of glory that we make uh, gives God glory. That's right. You know, everyone who serves God in any capacity in the church, uh, without being browbeat to do it, uh, God gets glory from it. Mm. Uh, every expression of thanksgiving uh, and praise, every testimony and sermon, uh, all those things give God the glory that He not only d- d- desires but. He deserves he's right. the only one worthy, you know. And then from man's perspective, uh, man needs a, a place to come together with, with other Christians that are just like he is to worship the Lord.
1: Uh, well, you know, he needs not only that, but he, he needs both the fellowship with the believers and the accountability to help keep them walking the straight and narrow and living a life that's pleasing to the Lord, a, a holy and consecrated life. And, and brother, we need that encouragement, that rebuke, that that correction that can only be found in a New Testament church in the fellowship of our brothers and sisters in Christ.
0: Amen, you know that that accountability thing is pretty important. Um, you know and I, and I know some churches would they don't care what you do or you know what you're involved in uh, but uh, a true church will help you, to overcome that and help you out of that mess and get you back. God can't honor that kind of stuff. You know, just because you come to church, he's not going to honor sin in your life if it's open and unrepentant. <coughs> you know, the, the flesh the flesh is a powerful force. Uh, and, and it's uh, contrary to the Holy Spirit uh, and God's will for your life. Uh, Christian fellowship is needed to stay spiritually uh, on guard against the attacks that will come from the from the devil and his angels. Uh, God has literally built a hedge uh, about the church, uh, and we need to stay. Uh, and 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 we need that hedge in order to stay effective uh, in our work for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus told his disciples uh, not to go out into the world and preach the gospel until the, until they went to Pentecost and the Spirit came down and empowered them. You know, the work of the Lord in the world would be greatly hindered if if we all if all we ever did was try to work in the in the spiritual world without the empowering. That we find in the church by the Holy Spirit. Uh, when we work within the body of the New Testament Church, uh, the impossible becomes possible, and, uh, and, and the and, and, and it gives hope to hopelessness, and it gives and you know our faith is strengthened, and and the love of God is manifested in a way uh, that you've never experienced uh, before on your own.
1: You know, if you're not a member of a New Testament Church you're missing out on so many blessings you're missing out on an experience that can only be found in a New Testament church
0: you know, obviously brother if, you, if you've if you never been uh, born again and scripturally baptized you can't experience all that God intended uh, for you uh, spiritually uh, folks if you like to become part of the of the church experience uh, you must first be born again and, and you can you know you can take care of that right now uh uh, and that's wherever you're at. I don't care what country you're in. Uh, this this broadcast goes into several countries. I don't care what country country you're in or what uh, or what circumstances you find your life in. Uh, you can you can take care of that right now. And here's all you need to do. Now, first of all, you need to admit that you're a sinner because you are. You know, uh, the Bible says all of sin comes short of the glory of God, and, and that means me and you and uh, and everyone and brother. It means the Pope. I, I, when it says all, it means all. You know, we're all in the same boat when it comes to sin. Of course, we all sin. Uh, we need to believe that Jesus died on the cross for, for you and your sins. Uh, Jesus literally took our sins and crucified them uh, on the cross of Calvary. Uh, but we must first place our sins on Him by asking Him to pay our sin debt. Uh, sin is, 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 is the thing that separates us from God uh, and from our home in heaven. Uh, in fact sin has has doomed us uh, to a devil's hell but we can be reconciled to the Father and to heaven once again by accepting Jesus Christ's payment for our sin you do have a choice as long as you're living and breathing you've got a choice you can accept uh, Jesus' payment for your sin or you can pay for that sin yourself now why would you want to pay for something that's already been purchased Uh, Christ has already purchased you all he's waiting for you to do is to place your sin on him so wherever you're at in the world why don't you bow your head right now and tell Jesus that you're sorry for your sin and uh, want to accept his payment uh, for sin then ask him to come into your innermost being and save your soul and you know what folks he will Amen. He's never denied anyone, and he never will. Brother, you got
2: a song. I'm so glad I'm a part of Yeah. Hey. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join us in Jesus as we travel this song, Lord. I've been washed in the fountain, and by His blood, Lord in Jesus, as we tread.
0: become part of that family by accepting the head of the family, Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. Amen. Yeah, that's a good song. I, I'm sure I'm glad that I'm in the family of God.
1: And let us just say, if you are around this area and you don't have a home church and you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, well, tonight you found out just how you can become a member yeah, of <clears throat> a New Testament church. And so we encourage you to do that. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to have you here at Absolutely. 1400 Fairfax Pike. You know, we have Sunday morning, uh, a 9:45 Sunday school. We have 11 o'clock worship service, and then again at 6:30 we have an evening service. And on Wednesday night, tonight, we have a prayer meeting at uh, 7 o'clock. And you know, we just have a wonderful time here. And and you know, I I'm kind of the new kid on the block, brother. Really. You said earlier in the in the Recording tonight in the, in the broadcast, uh, that I ain't been here around here near as long as yeah. you have. Yeah, I've been around right here forever. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only been around here all, almost two years. Yeah. Almost two years. Three, three two years. And uh, right. I thank God for it. And uh, I praise Him for me allowing to be the pastor here and, and all these wonderful people that we have here. And I tell you what, uh, there is just something special, though, about being a part of a New Testament church. You yeah. Just can't. Can't quite put it to words. We try, and we can come pretty close, but it's that much better.
0: It's a whole lot better when you can realize it for yourself and experience it for yourself down in your spirit.
1: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And so we're going to close with a word of prayer tonight. And let us, as we always share, if you don't know Jesus Christ, please, why wait? It you know, you know,
0: don't make no sense to wait.
1: On our, on our shirts that we wear here often, it says, Today. Now. It's a time is the time of salvation. Day. Why day. Day is of salvation, wait? Man. Why wait? And uh, it, like I said, if you're looking to join a Scripture from Testament Church, man, the, the blessings. You
0: know, Jesus won't. Jesus not to reject you. I mean, He's up there waiting with His arm wide open, just just hoping that you would make that decision to to come to Him. that's Right. You know, and it don't that's make right. no difference what all you've done uh, in your life and how bad you've been. Uh, you can't be any worse than some of the folks that are heroes in the Bible.
2: You
1: know. Yep. All right, let's bow for a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we are so thankful to be in your presence today. Lord, what a blessing it is. Uh, Lord, I thank you for the honor and privilege, Lord, that you've given us to share the gospel, Lord, both uh, on broadcast, on podcast, all those different avenues, Lord. We just thank you for the opportunity and allowing us to do so. Father, in our prayer, always is that somebody who's listening if they don't know jesus christ lord they've heard the need they've heard that they need a savior lord i pray that that would sink in and lord no matter how hardened and rock hard that heart might be we know that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword and we pray that it just cuts right through the barriers and speaks to their soul lord that they would make that decision for you and make you their lord and savior before it's too late father Maybe there's somebody out there listening, Lord, they, they've been saved, but they've never been a part of a New Testament church. Father, you, you want us to continue to grow. As we said one time on here, Lord, we were made to thrive. And one of the greatest ways for us as children of God to thrive is to come together and to assemble in a scriptural New Testament church. Father, that we may carry out the commission that you gave. And Lord, that we might reach the world for Jesus Christ. Father, if there's some that are kind of teetering on it, Lord, I pray that you would lay that on their heart. Lord, that they just need to make that decision and follow you in obedience. And Lord, that they would commit themselves fully to you. Lord, help us, Lord, each and every day to commit ourselves to you. And everything we say, everything we do, Uh, may we put you first. And Lord, we give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, there'd be no reason for any of this. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be sure to check for the post for next week. We look forward to your questions and answering them. That's right. All right.